everybody. Welcome to the Patty G Show. I'm your host, Patty G. We are here with Jacob Dugas, founder of Smalls Sliders. We are going to be talking about some quick service restauranting, shipping containers, getting creative with a very little bit amount of space, and also swag, you know, the stuff we all get or want. And we're here in the Falaya Focus Studios podcasting recording space. And big thanks to our wonderful sponsors for making this possible. Government Taco, Falaya Real Estate, Horizon Financial Group, Currency Bank, and Mercedes-Benz of Baton Rouge. Thank you them so very much for making this possible. And without further ado, Jacob, welcome to the show, man. All righty. Appreciate it. Happy to be here. Good. I'm happy we're able to get you on and take you away on this Mardi Gras here in Louisiana. I know everybody outside of Louisiana (laughs) is like, it's just another Tuesday. Uh, I saw all the posts on social media. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but to us, it holds a special place in our hearts. That's right. That's right. No, I absolutely love Mardi Gras. Love it. Oh, yeah. It's a unique time of year. I want to go yeah. down to uh, to to like the uh, Alexandria area and do some chicken mm-hmm. chasing. Man. Oh, yeah. Do I've the Cajun style that. of Mardi Gras. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's awesome. It's, I've never been, but I've heard awesome things about it. Yeah, know? I've heard Mamu can get pretty wild. Yeah, get wild. Absolutely. So, yeah, man, absolutely. what what do you uh, what do you do, Jacob? What is small sliders? <sighs> man, I don't even know. Uh <laughs> We, we do a lot, but, uh, you know, we, we keep it really, really simple. Um, we, we do one thing. You know, it was a crazy idea uh, back in 2018, um, and we're, shoot, I guess four, four years now. Um, two locations, a lot more on the horizon, and it's just, uh, it's been a wild ride, but it's been fun. It's been awesome. That's exciting. Yeah. So it, did you, you didn't start in the model you're in now. You started in like a food truck? So, uh, kind of. Okay. Kind of. So I can kind of walk you through uh, the, the timeline, I guess. Um, so Brandon Landry, owner of Walk-Ons, uh, me and him, he's actually my uncle. My, my mom was, okay. uh, yeah, my mom was uh, 16 when he was born. So we grew up more like brothers. Uh, <laughs> it more, sounds more like a cousin than an right. uncle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we've been close in age and... Um, I, we, I was always, we were talking about a bunch of different concepts, you know, like uh, what we could do. And he was so busy with walk-ons. I was more bugging him. Hey, I want to, had that entrepreneurial spirit, you know, uh, right. all my uncles, dad, sisters, mom, everyone's been self-employed. So that was my dream, you know, was to be, be self-employed. So Brandon just had, he, he's so well-connected and in, 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 in the Baton Rouge community. And we just, uh, I just knew I wanted to do something entrepreneurially. So we started going down that road, and, and I'll never forget one day uh, in January 2018, he, he called me. He's like, man, I think I got got an idea. So I was like, all right. So we, we actually met at Walk-Ons. And um, it was the cheeseburger slider. He's like, let's just focus on doing this, you know, focus on people, um, doing one thing really, really well. You know, keep it really simple. Simple on purpose is, is kind right. of our, our thing. You know, we, we, we keep it super simple. And um, so I said, I was actually working at an engineering firm here in Baton Rouge at the time. Um, engineering, engineering. I, I'm not to a chef. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was quite the change, you know, uh, from uh, management of engineers to to burgers. So, um, but I knew I just I, I wanted to do it. You know, I just had that itch that I wanted to be self employed and and just take take that risk. And uh, so I was like, man, I'll I'll do whatever it takes. I'm I'm in. So um, we started the process, and that's kind of when we we brought the food truck in, and we're like. It wasn't really like, let's see if the food truck works and then we'll go brick and mortar. We always had the vision of brick and mortar, uh, but we just, we went around Baton Rouge and sampled the product. And that's when we saw the reaction from people, just that fresh cooked order, you know, that um, we have no heat now. 
So, you know, the patties are, we, we make our patties fresh every day. And we just saw the reaction when people take a bite and they're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's different. It, yeah. That's right. And it's just a burger. Like it's, but it's, it's how we do it. You know, we have special processes and it's just that idea of consistency and quality is just what we, what we cater to. So, uh, we started bringing the food truck around, you know, uh, on their New Year's Eve of 2018 going into 2019 was the first event we did. We went downtown Baton Rouge and, uh, of course just sold out. It was wild. <laughs> yeah. Like just, we just couldn't sliders, cook. New Year's Eve, was, downtown Baton Rouge. Exactly. That's a recipe for success. Exactly. But, um, but yeah, it was, it was just a, it was an idea and it just, it's, it's blossoming to something awesome. So, um, I go through the whole story if you want, but yeah, <laughs> hey, that's, that's what it's what here, here for, man. Um, yeah. So. It was January 2018. Like I said, I was working at an engineering firm, and uh, I was like, "Man, I'll, I'll do whatever it takes. This is I I I, I love this. Like, this is what I want to do." And um, so there was actually a another uh, it was a chicken concept that's closed on Sundays, Chick Fil A. That uh, they were actually opening a location in Baton Rouge, and uh, so I was like, "Man, that I, I just want to learn from the best." You know, like there's there's these better quick service brands that are just doing it right, and you could tell just their people and. The way they do things is just right, and uh, they build this cult following. That's right. Yeah, that they move. It's like they move with the locations. It's wild. It's wild. And I mean, Canes, Chick Fil A, they just do it right. And that's so. I was like, I want to learn from the best. So I had my day job, and then at night, I I would go work at this Chick Fil A. And uh, you went. So you actually worked at a Chick Fil A. Oh, yeah. I did it. I was I was slinging chicken in the back. And so just, you're you're just like a line cook or something. Yeah, I was in I was in the back, just just learn how they do things, and it's just. It's just such a great culture, what they have. You know, it's the people they care about what they do. And it was just, it was an awesome experience. I was I was there for about two, three months. Um, met some really great people in, in the process. They kind of knew what I was doing, I guess. But uh, <laughs> they knew you were coming really right. as a spy. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Learn your yeah, ways yeah, exactly. and then go and take it and do something with it. But, you know, they were willing to teach me whatever. I, and it was awesome. So we did that. And, um, at the same point in time, we, we started getting some more outside help. Like, hey, this is our idea. We want to keep a small footprint, keep it simple, and we really think we can do this right. You know, focus on our people, our process, the whole thing. And um, so we brought in some other people, uh, in the local Baton Rouge people, uh, Scott Fargus and Joe Lewis. Uh, they they kind of came in and started, started helping with us. And then also um, everyone's favorite quarterback, Drew Brees. Uh, yep. Brandon has a relationship, obviously, with Walk-Ons. And um, – we were just talking about it. Brandon, Brandon was talking about it with him, and he, um, he's like, "Man, I love the idea." So, it's like, "Man, we're we're kind of really early on. I don't know, if we're not <laughs> like there we're, yet. We're on a whiteboard." <laughs> still. Right. And he's like, "No, I love it." So uh, he's like, "Whenever y'all are ready, let me know." And uh, so this was July of 2018, and yeah. um, so my wife, we had our second child due in July of 2018. Wow. So yeah. you're you're working in an engineering firm. That's right. Working for Chick-fil-A, slinging chicken. That's right. And one kid, one on the way. One kid, one on the way. <laughs> yep. With a whiteboard at home with this big idea in bold letters. And <laughs> yeah. your wife's just looking at you like yeah. Jacob. Oh, she's the real all-star here. Jacob. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. She she knew and there was no hesitation. That's from awesome. her either. That was that was really the big part. It's like if this is what we want to do, let's do it. So we jumped all in. And but it was funny because it was July twenty eighteen and uh we told Drew, we're like, hey at that point now we're ready to take the next step we're ready to really move smalls forward and he's like well you know training camp starts in a couple weeks uh so why don't you just come down and you know we'll, we'll talk through everything so i was like i'm a huge sports guy so i, I was just awestruck training and um, saints that's right can i come today that's right so my uh my daughter was actually due like july 23rd and drew was saying y'all come down i think it was um like the 25th or something and i told my wife i was like look 
I understand our, our child is due, but I, I'm going to the this Saints is big. This is bigger than yeah, our kid. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so we actually had our daughter the week before we went. Okay, uh, that's good. That's yeah, good. so it worked out perfect. And um, so we went in and met with Drew and um, really solidified the team. You know, met in the tight end room. I'll never forget it. It was one of the coolest experiences ever. But, I mean, he's just such a genuine person. The team was really set. You know, like everyone was really in, and that's kind of we, – we all cared. We all, we all knew – we understood the vision – we wanted to keep it simple and just do it right. And uh, so you had the whole it, team in place before y'all even broke ground anywhere. That's right. That's right. And uh, I was just gonna, I was gonna be on the ground floor making it, making it happen, whatever and whatever it took. So um, fast forward to the end of, the, you know, in 2018, we started doing all food truck events, and we did St. Patrick's Day in Baton Rouge at uh, Uncle Earl's. It was, it was that's awesome. Another, so people kind of started knowing about the brand, and then. Yeah. Um, Everything really started rolling. We we were trying to open before football season. You know, of course, that infamous 2019 football season. We tried to get open as soon as possible, but uh, we actually opened September 13th, 2019. Uh, I think they had played Texas. They had they already played a few games, and it was like their second or third game. But we opened up on a home home LSU football game, and we're right. Our first location is right across from Tigerland, next to the Tiger Stadium. So it was. It was wild. Ran out of product. It was just <laughs> the, we didn't have the, enough. The, of the good story. Oh yeah, I mean, thirty minute ticket times. There was probably three or four hundred people on our patio. Thirty minute ticket. Oh, times? it was terrible. It was terrible. We we had no idea really what we were doing. You you think it's simple cooking one thing, but it wasn't. It was just like we just got flooded, and um, so that's when I was just like, okay, we got to really bear down, and that's when we did. So the story just kind of goes from there, and uh, here we are today. I love that. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Position yourself in the perfect situation. Mm-hmm. LSU football, That's right. couple games under our belts. We're winning. The oh, town, right. the it state was, is on fire for the team. Awesome. Everybody's awesome. going to be there. And then you're right across from Tigerland. Yep. And it's oh, let's go get a new. Let's, this new place is out. You That's know? right. Oh yeah. You, now, you catch everybody after the game. Yeah. And you catch the college students even later after the game. Absolutely. And that was kind of the that was the exciting part. I was just doing whatever it took. That was kind of my mind. I'm going to do whatever it takes. Because right. at the end of the day, we're serving sliders, but it's really about people. So we're just trying to get good people, promote the brand, get that cultish following that uh, the really good brands have. So, I mean, there were sororities coming. You know, we want 600 sliders to deliver to our exchange or whatever. I was like, look, I'll personally bring it over. But you got to get a video of the whole bar chanting, we love small. So we just started doing those things. And people started doing, like you were talking, small Sundays. They would come on Sundays to smalls or Saturdays. Just And that's how we started building that following and realized that, that's who's paying the bill as the guest, you know, and that's what right. we're all about. And um, it just blossomed from there. It was awesome. Well, was good to see. Like, like we were talking before, when you have a simple product line mm-hmm. that is easily repeatable over and over again, and you've got it perfected, mm-hmm. you can focus on everything else. Yep. You can focus on making sure the brand gets to the point where people are in the drive-through saying, "Hey, I'll buy the shirt off your back, that's right. please." <laughs> Absolutely. So, like, get me something that I can represent this brand Absolutely. because they love the feeling that it comes along with it. Like Mm -hmm. the product's simple. That's right. But it's the feeling you get when you go there. Absolutely. And that's, we actually say that in our orientations to every squad member that comes through. We we tell them, hey, look, we're never going to change our menu. We we promise we will keep this simple so you can focus on those little things. The the little bit of a guest experience, just when someone comes through the window, we encourage our squad to say, you know what? that is an awesome car. Like your dog is so just talking do, about. They do talk about my I, vehicle every time I'm there. I, we just we try and promote those because those little things make a difference. Wait, and it's like subtle feel goods. That's and you're right. like, oh man. That's right. The thanks for sliding through. Just you you try and it's it's four words or three, whatever it is. It just you 
the simple vocabulary. Thanks for slide through. Yeah, yeah, four words. Yeah, four words. <laughs> um, that that simple vocabulary. It's just different. It's a different experience, you know. And that's that's what we strive for. And like we said, we keep it simple on purpose. That's right. we're. This is not by mistake. You know, we we would love, to, we would love to add different things, and you know, we would probably get more guests, but we wouldn't be serving as good as quality, and wouldn't be as fast, and wouldn't be able to focus on those little things. And like like we were saying earlier, whenever. We get cars pulling the drive through. They're not getting the salad, the chicken, the fish, the shrimp. They're getting cheeseburger slider. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we, we're we're cooking that one protein, cooking it to order, exactly. making sure it's fresh. So that's that's been the exciting part. People have really agreed with the product. Well, and yeah. like for when you look at all or a lot of successful QSR brands, mm-hmm. quick service restaurant brands, mm-hmm. they all have either a tagline or a phrase they all say. That's right. You know, Chick Fil A, my pleasure. Yeah, right. Canes, right. hey, 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 want some, some chicken today? Yeah, yeah. You know, thanks for sliding through. Yeah. Small. So mm-hmm. you have that tagline where, when you're talking with your company, you're talking with your employees and your team, your squad. That's right. And you're letting them know you have to ingrain this in them. It's building on the fact of the subconscious mm-hmm. of the consumer. That sticks with them. Absolutely. So when they think Absolutely. of oh, where we want to go today, they're going to think of the places that their brain's going to bring them to that pleasant zone. Mm-hmm. Where will we have the, the the most recent pleasant experience? Absolutely. And if they have a pleasant one every single time, <laughs> you get to the point where I think I was at the Blue Bonnet location a couple of weeks ago, and we sat in line. Oh. We sat in line for like 15 minutes, right. and it was like it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, absolutely. it's okay. It's oh, it's we'll happening. Get better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like it's well, it was just it was so busy, so and that was the day y'all were doing the the give back with oh, the Special yeah, Olympics yeah, and everything. Absolutely. And that's another thing. Y'all are oh, so man, involved in the absolutely. community. Yeah. At an early, I mean, if three locations may seem like a lot, but right. when you're looking at this model of restaurant, it's not. It's not. Yeah. And yeah. you're already at the point where I think y'all were doing like 100 percent of all like proceeds, 100%, like yeah. not even profit or Absolutely. whatever. Like it was incredible to see it. So that's another thing from day one. We're going to keep it simple, and we're just going to be really, really involved in the communities that we're in uh, because we we will, we are a franchise concept. That's what, how we're going to grow. But we're gonna sh- we're gonna get with the right people who are aligned with our values, and we have to walk our talk. You know, because like, at, at the end of the day, we have to know what we do makes a difference. And that's where our, our small burgers make a big difference. That's kind of our, our, our big thing that we do. So yeah, we, we partner with Special Olympics Louisiana. Uh, for every grand opening event, we're going to do some type of partnership like that. Um, but we gave 100% of the proceeds. And the, athlete, the athletes were out there, and it was just awesome. Uh, it, was, it was busy, busy, busy. And it was good, but people, again, got to taste the product and um, really find out who we are to our core. You know, like every part of our senior manager team was out there. Yeah, yeah. Like we... We're a young company, but we, like I said, we already have a CEO, development officers, marketing officers, all kinds of different directors. So it's we're growing from the inside out. We want to be able to support. We don't want to outgrow ourselves because there's there's a lot of attractiveness and attention to the brand right now, but we got to grow at the right pace, you know. So we're just we're hitting all those things. We're going to stay true to who we are because, um, again, like we were talking before the show, um, when COVID hit, beef was hard to get. You know, like labor was hard in all uh, in all the production facilities across the country. So. That's when we kind of took a step back and we're like, well, is beef the only thing we serve? You know, and at the end of the day, we said yes. Like, that's what we're going to do. We're going to do one thing. We're going to stick to it and stay true to who we are. And we're, we're going to give 100% of our proceeds back no matter what, what, what it looks like financially. That's just who we are. And uh, I think it resonates with people. And that's, that's, that's how you build a brand. That's what we're trying to do. So it's, it's, it's fun to be a part of it. Yeah, it's your, you're not pivoting on purpose. That's right. You're making sure that, again, going back to those core principles of simple and making sure when people come, they know what to expect. Absolutely. They're not going to get a different slider every time they come. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, it's going to be the same exact thing with a few lanyap options, and that's it. Oh, yeah. See, we 
we tell everyone that is interested in a franchise or however we're going to grow, um, we tell them we're, we're never going to do an LTO, we're a limited time offer. We're never going to do two for one, you know, because we we don't want to cheapen the, we want our guests to want to pay full price. You know, like that's something that we pride ourselves on. The people are coming for the smallest experience. And uh, it's just, it's, it's proven to be true. <laughs> just, yeah. Just stick to stick to your guns and, and do it. And Brandon is, he's so creative and a true visionary. And that's just, that's where, that's why we are where we are today, in my opinion. So it's, it's, it's fun. It's, it's awesome. So how did y'all get into the sea cans? You know, that was something, um, I think Brandon actually saw it in Austin. Like there's a container bar park, I think. And yeah. a lot of people started doing it. And yeah, um, I've, I've, we've had, um, Cameron Jackson, who owns Millennial Park, yeah, he came on I think a year year or two ago, yeah, and he did the same thing. He can model because mm. it was cheap, quick. Yeah, yeah. He could get in there with a side grinder, <laughs> cut it up, right. and have a restaurant. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it's that was the idea. Uh, it's just not as cheap as we thought because <laughs> you're, you're stuck in a certain. You know, it's these things are eight feet wide. You know, then you put in insulation, then you're at seven feet. Then so it's, there's a lot of things that we figured out, but it's that modular can design that that orange container on top has become a branding symbol for us. Interesting enough, like everyone just it sticks out. It's our, go, it's our golden arches kind of thing, you know. And uh, so that's our brand image. And it's as we're starting to go into different municipalities, they're saying, ah, we can't do sea can. So we're trying to, you know, how can we clad it with different exteriors or do different things to it? But that's our brand image, that bright orange, you know. They really don't want sea cans in some places. As they don't want it. I, don't, I, I never would have thought that either. But uh, and again, it's hard to get sea cans. It is. It's getting harder and harder to get them. But is it? Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just supply chain issues, I guess, with everything else. Yeah, you know, it's just it's it's wild. But that's exa- so. How did y'all going back to to the the beef shortage? What did yeah. y'all do to kind of combat that? You know, um, we we didn't raise prices. You know, we we didn't have a surcharge at the window. We just said, look, we COVID was an interesting situation in in general because we opened September of 2019. So. What is that? Six, seven months in? Yeah, because it COVID happened hits. Mardi Gras two that's years right. ago, March twenty twenty. So um, that's when you really sit down and kind of the one of the things that I've learned over over time is to expect the unexpected. Like it, nothing ever happens the way we thought it was. But uh, no. I mean, immediately one day we had guests. I think it was. I remember because it was. Um, it might have been a little bit like the students were. They hadn't canceled everything yet. Um, at LSU. So we still had students around and we had our, our customer base still there and it was St. Patrick's day. And then what the next day, everything was gone. Everyone went home, everything was shut down and they were like, okay, apparently we can keep our drive through open. And we just, we didn't really have brand recognition at that point. The only people that knew about us were students and they were gone. So we're like, <laughs> they, all, so, they all went home. That's right. So we're like, so wait, what do we do? So we, we kind of took that, that grit attitude and like, we're going to do whatever it takes to make it happen. And um, everything started popping up in the neighborhoods with food trucks. And we're like, hey, we got a food truck. You know, so we started taking <laughs> Start it. Start relive the glory days. That's right. And um, people just wanted experience, and they were so grateful. They would pay us to come to their neighborhoods. And I was like, man, I can make payroll. I can get, I can keep people extra employed. And we really didn't, we we worked around and tried to get different. We just wanted to get product to serve to, to people because people just needed that escape to come to the drive through And I wanted to keep people employed and, that's we just did what it took. So literally three to four times a week for probably seven eight months, we were going to neighborhood. We went always St. Francisville, Gonzales, anywhere in the greater surrounding areas of Baton Rouge, um, just to feed neighborhoods. And um, so we took the food truck out, and we started seeing those same people come to our drive-through. And then all of a sudden, really th- at this time last year, it started getting nuts. 
people just really we we got better at what we did. You know, we we made a few slight changes um, to the menu. Nothing monumental. Uh, the fry change was, was one, and and we added our smoths to the burger because it was a side option, and then so many people got it. We put it on the burger, and um, ever since then, it's just been it's been madness. We've been getting better every day. You know, that's that's the exciting part about. I love the operational piece. You know, the how many cars can we get through, and the customer satisfaction. Really talking to guests, like we're starting to put someone um, outside the pickup window, and you start line busting drinks. So it's another. It's just a different interaction you get. It's face to face. It know? is. You've we, been out that window. I've been outside of the window. That's right. And uh, we we try and take a hundred percent of our orders on a tablet outside. You know, I mean, Chick Fil A has proven that that model works. It's just it speeds up your process, and it's a guest interaction. So we pride ourselves on unexpected guest interaction. And we get that all the time. Like, what is the unexpected guest interaction? Yeah. It's it's the slight things. It's thanks for sliding through. It's being outside, taking that order, being face to face, not not behind a speaker box. You know, it's just. It's just a next level of service that we do in such a simple operation. Just people don't expect it. And that's where, like when we first opened, at it, we only had one location. Everyone would come up and would be like, so where are all these things around the country? And we're like, oh, this is the only one. You know, And that, I took pride <laughs> this in that. This is it. Yeah, and I took pride in that because that was something that, you know, we, we always try to act like a thousand, you know, as far as a thousand units. And we always knew that if we, if we did everything right, and I, I'm sure we didn't <laughs> at some point, but... Um, if we do just control what we can control and do what we do as, as best as we can, that the guests would, would accept us, you know, and, and that's what's happened. But, um, but yeah, COVID was wild. It was wild. And, um, we slowly started getting, you know, the LSU student base back, but all of Baton Rouge was huge supporters of us. We started getting people driving in from Lafayette and New Orleans. Like that's I'll never drive. forget one time. Yeah. Oh yeah. We, I'll never forget one time we brought our hours back cause we, we used to be up until 3 a.m. Over there across from Tiger. Oh Land. yeah, you kind of want to be. Make sure, you, right. make sure you get that post bar right. crowd. And uh, so we brought our hours back to 10 p.m. And there was this, there was a, a car full of people. I'll never forget. It was like 10:30, and we had shut everything down already. And they're like, uh, they pull up and like, y'all are closed. And I was like, yeah, we COVID hours. We brought it back to 10. Uh, there might have been a, a curfew at that point. I, I don't even remember. Um, but they're like, man, we drove in from New Orleans for this. I was like, you know what? We fired back up the grills, cooked them their, their, their slides. It's just. Those little things, and those, we saw those people come back three or four times. You know, so it's those little acts go a really long way. Well, because then things. they tell everybody That's else, right. y'all, we pulled up That's the sliders, right. it was 1030, they reopened the That's store right. for us. That's right. And like, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who be like, they didn't do that for me. <laughs> it was kind of a, it was a weird <laughs> it was, time. It was, look, it's a one-time thing, all right? You can't do that every night. That's then you right. never send people home, and then you start getting your staff complaining. That's right. I had to refire the grill. Why don't we expand our hours, yeah. you know? That's how you yeah, solve that problem. I know, I know. Yeah, but, sorry, if you show up at 4 a.m., sorry. <laughs> they have yeah. to sleep. Yeah. But that was another kind of, um, I guess, a, it would, a point of validity in the business is um, – we brought, we had stayed open until 3 a.m. And then we had our staff, our staff was just getting, they were so busy and it was hard to get people and um, we didn't want to wear them out. So we only brought our hours back to midnight and being across from Tigerland, probably not the best business decision, but, and people would come and be like, man, you're, you're just losing dollars. And I said, well, I want to take care of our people because <laughs> that's, I don't want to wear them out, get home at four in the morning. Like, we're, those dollars aren't worth it to us. We wanted to make we and then yeah, sales you're not, grew. You're not dollar focused, you're people focused. That's right. And then it kind of turned into the Chick Fil A effect. Everyone knew we we knew we closed at midnight, so you we would get crushed right before midnight. And um, the crew was there, our, our squad was happier, and it just it just worked out. You know, I mean, eventually we might go back, but we we've gone from a late night brand. I guess that was the the validity point I was going to that 
the original idea was, hey, at least we'll get some late night sales. <laughs> you know, like no one will, no one will give us kind of a uh, a negative review at the end of a night of a bar, you know. But um, late night sales were less than ten percent of our sales. We were getting all kind of lunch and pure dinner traffic. People were coming to get meals, not just late night food. And uh, that's when it really got exciting because you always start wondering where else would this work, you know? Because it's you're next to a college town. And um, yeah. that's is it just a post bar food? That's right. And we quickly found out no. Yeah, that is a quality, quality burger. And all ages come. I mean, we see seven year olds and we see older, older people coming through. It's just there is no target demographic for us because it's there's a wide range of people that come through. And that's the exciting part. You know, that's why our, our second location on Blue Bonnet, we see we see everything, every age group. Every, it's 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 exciting. People yeah. come through getting pure lunch and dinner meals. So. Which, which that location in Blue Bonnet was so intriguing to me whenever I first saw it. Yeah, I heard like there was, I mean Baton Rouge A is a small town, yeah. and then like when you already have existing connections to people doing things, you start hearing these rumors, <laughs> and you're like, wait, are they really gonna put something in a parking lot? <laughs> it was wild. Like, I was, believe it. At that, first. that was weird. I was, I, I kept driving by, and I'm look, I was looking at the space, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. that's a very small space <laughs> to put a restaurant in, and then. So we started seeing the construction go up, and I'm like, "This actually might work." Mm. No, it's and that was kind of a another proof of concept type deal that we we fit on a less than a half an acre, you know, in the middle of a parking lot where not a lot of concepts can go, and then we can do some really good volumes, you know. And that was the exciting. We that was our our second store. We did a double lane drive through, and uh, there's been some learning experiences, you know. Right? We've we've had to try and get a lot quicker than we are, but. Um, we, we knew if we were in this small space, cars would queue and all of a sudden be out of the parking lot. So we did, went with the double drive-through model, and it's, it's been – we've seen a lot of improved operational efficiencies from it. So, uh, But, yeah, it's middle of the parking lot. Literally nothing else can go there, and we <laughs> no. did, you know, And uh, that's what's really exciting about the growth model is we can go a lot of places other people can't. But um, the problems we're running into now is the volumes are much higher than we expected. And – we don't have room for traffic. That's right. Traffic. We don't have room for product inside the building. So we're having to get lot, really creative with our building and the in the construction and the design. But these are good problems to have. You know, going from one store to two was a big jump mm-hmm. because you have to have every process. Everything has to be nailed down to where everyone's doing it the same. And we're still still fighting inconsistencies. But we just we preach consistency every single day. And um, and I think that's what's going to get us over the hump. Yeah, and that's they say what going from one to two is harder than going from three to two hundred. Yeah, yeah, is, is getting is oh, getting yeah. that that one to two. Mm-hmm. Well, and it sounds like y'all. I mean, y'all had every y'all had the team in place before right, you even right, started, right. but building that team so you know Jacob mm-hmm. can't be at both locations at the that's same right. time. You have that's to right. trust the team in place that they can handle it and will be consistent time that's and right. time again. And our our squad is so awesome. They they just they they get it. They I don't have to worry because. They're just problem solvers, and I did not leave every problem solved for them. They have to. They have a. There's a lot of problems that they're solving, and they're just so strong. And that's what's exciting to see. And it, it just attracts talent. That the people that are coming in that want to grow this brand with us, strong, strong restaurant operators, just good people. They care. They care about the communities. They are just all bought in. Like I don't want to do a fish slider or a pork yeah, they, slider. They, they see the potential that's it right. has. It's just the simplicity is. The best things, in my opinion, are so so simple. <laughs> like those are the things that you remember, and you just you we can be consistent if we're our margin of error is just so much smaller, you know. Um, so 
it, it's exciting and it's just it, it attracts really good people and that's the fun part i love i love operations and i love people that's what i that's what i love to do within smalls just the people that i've met the things i've been able to do in this short amount of time we're only two and a half years old you yeah, know and still a very young company really young and um it's just fun based out of baton Rouge, it's just the models out there you know like we talked about canes like that is just that's a pipe dream for me like the, the, the they've just done 100 everything. locations in a year <laughs> yeah they've done everything so right in my opinion that it's uh it's just cool to be another baton rouge brand um that's looking to make an impact on the country you know, right and take it country. take it to the next level and that's then be right. that be that brand where people are seeing you hey when are you coming here when are you coming here when are you coming oh, here oh yeah yeah absolutely that's that's the fun part that's the fun part. I so, love that. So yeah. is the the top can, the, the orange can, is that empty? It is. Everyone asks that, actually. So we can Use actually, that for storage. We could. There's just a lot of um, a lot of safety requirements that have to go into that. It's just a lot of risk that I don't know if we want to assume <laughs> <laughs> right now, but that is actually an idea. I mean, that's a... There's could you do like like a like an elevator? Well, they said for us to do it, you have to have like a... Cage staircase, fireproof air oh, condition, gosh. the whole oh, yeah, thing. Then you got you got to have an exit to the outside. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then then it's not as aesthetically pleasing with a staircase. That's right. That's okay, right. Okay. But yeah, we actually our blue bonnet location is a twenty foot container. So containers come in. I think there's an eight foot, but basically twenty and forty foot links. Uh, so our our second location, blue bonnet, has twenty foot, and we're going we're going to move to a forty foot just to that's our prominent brand image, our signage, like. You might need it for storage. So that's uh, a lot of a lot of brands do that do vertical storage, but um, but yeah, that's that's a really cool part. Uh, it costs a little more, but it's a brand image that we want to keep consistent. And it's also unique, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, how many CCAN concepts are there outside of Smalls? Not and really. and the the one offs, you know, that's it's gonna right. be like a a CCAN park that's where right. it's gonna be a bunch of. Them. It's not gonna be a location like mm-hmm. Smalls everywhere with little CCANs. Oh you know? yeah, and I'm sure we'll have to adjust. You know some aesthetics, but we're gonna we're gonna keep that's our as close as we can get to that brand image. That's that's what we're gonna we're gonna be. You know everything from we're wrapping our food truck now, kind of a new, just some some cool design. But we wrapped it in basically like a container material, so it looks like oh, a shipping cool. container on wheels. You know, um, but yeah, but yeah, the the food truck's awesome just because that's that's our pure marketing is just letting people try it. Just when they take a bite, they just they understand it at that point. You know the it's just. We melt every piece of cheese over the patties. No, we're never going to serve a stiff piece of cheese on a burger. We 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 kind of we steam the buns on the grill, make sure they get nice and soft. Like that's just uh, that's that's what we do, and it's it's exciting. Yeah, it's and exciting. I mean, and that from a content creation standpoint alone is just that's right. Like so many videos come to mind of what you can mm-hmm. do with that, and how creative you can get with it. Oh man, yeah, the the alliteration and the puns are. <laughs> never ending with smalls you know with the with the sandlot and ev- everything that goes with it um it's 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 oh, just y'all a should do a collab g- with him <laughs> with smalls I yeah don't, don't, y'all just call him hey smalls That's come right. and work the window or something you know <laughs> oh yeah we got people in the kitchen they'll be like man you're grilling me smalls like you're killing <laughs> so there's just a lot of fun things that they do and that's uh that's the fun part we just wanted to create something too where people could come to work and have fun and we've done that and we don't have a lot of turnover. People love coming to work there, and uh, that's also a selling point for growth. You know, people—it's just a great place to work. They have fun. We play music inside. There's just things that we do that brings it to. It's not work at that point. You know, you're not right. serving the same burger over and over again. It's you kind of become a family in that restaurant, and that's 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 what we really were going for, and that's where I think we're striking a chord with with our with our employees and our squad. So it's. 
it's exciting to see. Yeah, and I mean, with everybody leaving the food industry or the high turnover that's expected from the food industry, it's yeah. nice to have a brand where people don't want to leave. That's right. They want to come and they want to stay, and now mm-hmm. you're able to overcome and combat that absolutely. issue of a labor shortage. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, you know, we we're not. It's, it's not for everybody. You know, it's 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 a we we want to create a culture that. It, you come to work, you have fun, you work hard, but uh, it's okay if it's not a fit. You be a great guest, but um, it's something where you just you really become a close knit group, you know. And it's 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 fun to see. Like we, I still I, I know everyone, and I, I go to the restaurants all the time. You know, I'm in there still in the drive through window, <laughs> you know, <laughs> trying to do my best. But um, but it's just fun to be a part of. Just people, We're, we are in the people business more than anything. You know, s- serving sliders is just a byproduct of being in the people business so that's that's the fun part and i think if we stick true to that that's really going to help us help us grow the right way absolutely and Mm -hmm. so was the the push to kind of switch from engineering to doing this i mean you can hear it in your voice you can hear it in your delivery it's very Mm -hmm. you're very passionate about it was it was it ever growing up seeing your family doing it was it ever something that was like forced or was just this natural Everybody does that. I see how they react. I see yeah. their their lifestyle, what they're loving, what they're doing. Yeah. I want to be like that. Yeah. No, it was always uh, – my dad always pushed it. Um, he's like, look, you're not always going to – I don't know if he was trying to tell me something, but you're not going to be the smartest person in the room, and I don't want to be the smartest person that in the room. Is, my dad told me the same thing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but uh, he's like, just no one can outwork you. And just if you have that mindset and if you really – are passionate you can really do anything so i always knew that's what i wanted to do um uh, i didn't know it was going to be hamburgers or sliders but um i knew i wanted to be self-employed and just have that entrepreneurial dream it wasn't so much a lifestyle it was more of um just the day-to-day like you kind of create your own world at that point you know and that was always my dream to do and i was in the corporate lifestyle and learned so much from a lot of them you meet so many great people and that's that's was really i think what made me who I was. I mean, I was 30 years old when I started this. So I, it's not like I was fresh out of college. You know, I went and got some experience in the business. We moved to Lafayette, worked in Lafayette for a few years and moved back to Baton Rouge. And um, whenever I got this opportunity, I jumped on it. You know, and that's another thing my dad always said. He was like, look, what you're doing right now is not what might not be what you're doing in five years. You know, so just pain is temporary. Get, get through it and just have it's all about the journey. So that was that's kind of what really drove me to do it. You know, I didn't want to be frying French fries at three in the morning, you know, but I did it. <laughs> but it happens. It happens, and you really enjoy it. Like it's, it really doesn't matter what you do; it's why you do it. The old um, the TED Talk thing. Uh, I forgot what, what it, who, find your why and work right. a day. In yeah. Your life. So it was just mine. Was just people and and really, I just want I wanted to be in control of what I was doing. You know, and that's kind of what um, what drove me and. You got to have the opportunities, like for for Brandon to say, "Let's do this," and I was like, "Look, I'm in." And you just, you have to be given those opportunities, but the door can only be open for you. You got to walk through it, and that's right. kind of what. Well, even then, you kept pestering him. That's like, right. It wasn't he. Wa- right. He's called, "Hey, Jacob, hey, yeah. man, I got this great idea. You yeah. should come and do it." You were like, "Hey, Brandon, Brandon, I'm doing Brandon, it. Yeah, Brandon, absolutely. Absolutely. let's make let's. I want to do something. Let's make it happen." Mm-hmm. So it's that constant, that's that right. consistency. That's right. Of hey, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to start that's this right. journey. Mm-hmm. Let's brainstorm. Let's figure something out. So mm-hmm. it was not. So much of Brandon, I mean, Brandon said, "Hey, Jacob, here, let me throw this in your lap." <laughs> yeah, no, you know? absolutely. No, like no, you no, worked no, for it, absolutely. you busted it for him, and got absolutely. after it, and mm-hmm. you found that opportunity. I mm-hmm. think something, and 
entrepreneurs that's different than a lot of different people is their mindset, right? Mm -hmm. They're not waiting for opportunity to be gifted upon them. They're actively out there seeking opportunity, finding new ways. I mean, you were working at a engineering firm flipping chicken that you don't, you don't even serve chicken. (laughs) Like you don't even serve chicken, but you are out there working all that time, doing the Mm -hmm. effort, putting in the hours to make it happen and build your dream to what is, just getting started yeah absolutely and that was uh i mean it was not there's a lot of i was working 40 hours a week you know when you when you're self-employed you're working every hour of the week there's there's no time you open your eyes the time you sleep sometimes you're dreaming about sliders all the time all the time i think me and my wife talk about sliders more than anything else (laughs) like probably more than our kids but uh but even our kids have grown to love it like it's just that's what's exciting it becomes a family that's who we are. You know, that's just every, everything we talk about is centered around smalls and the people and people come experience and they let us know that's the fun part, you know? So it's, it's been exciting and, um, a wild ride and I can't, can't wait to see where it goes. Yeah. So with the model of iPad ordering or tablet, not iPad, Mm, tablet ordering, we use Microsoft services. Well, let's see. There you go. Get out of here, (laughs) Apple. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) Don't, don't, don't throw the show off Apple, (laughs) Apple podcast. But like, is the do you see a day where the possibility of having that pull up menu order from the speakerphone eliminated entirely? Um, not entirely because it's just inclement weather. You gotta have it. We can't have people outside. But, but significant amount. I mean, or or do you just create the coverings big enough so people can be out there? Absolutely. Yeah, that's kind of where heaters and fans. Yeah, at our second location, we built a a canopy over the menu board so our our squad can be out there taking orders even when it's really hot or raining and things like that. But um, there's some brands going away from it. Like, um, I don't know if you're familiar with Dutch Brothers Coffee. No. They're kind of a Northwest coffee chain. They have like 600 locations. They're just starting to get into uh, Texas and different places, but they are a brand that's like 100%. They're, they want to see you face-to-face in your morning and, and, and make a difference. And that's – they just sell coffee, <laughs> you know, but they do. That's what they, – they're they are – they in their labor model, they have someone that's they're they're going to count on someone being outside. We're going to pay people to be outside to take orders to have that face to face interaction, and that's just we think that makes a difference. And, and you got to carefully select that person for coffee. Yeah, oh, absolutely. You got to find a morning person because you got somebody tired. Well, that's talking to tired people. That's right. Well, they they actually they read their their guest, and then whenever it's like, hey, this person needs a coffee quick. You know, they obviously were on the they weren't they didn't want to come converse, so they pull them around, get them their coffee, and get them out the line. So there's just. That's where I think quick service and the drive-through model in around the world is going. You know, it's just that better service. That's what people want. You know, they're they're craving it. It's it's exciting to see because that's what we're shooting for. And uh, having that face-to-face interaction, and I, I think that's where it's going. And that's what we're going to try and hit on every on every every single way possible. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I mean, it's it's always nonstop trying to figure out the next place to go, the next location. And for some people, trying to figure out how can we change the menu. But for mm. y'all, it's no. How can we continue to build on the culture of the team we have here? That's right. Because once you have those people, now you can't, like you said, you can't go and open 100 locations if you don't have people to staff 100 mm-hmm. locations. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it'd be a long drive for you to drive back and forth oh, to 100 yeah, locations. Absolutely. No, it's it's all about the people. And that's that's what we try to – we do Christmas parties. We just talked about last week having our crawfish boils, doing things that just – gets you out of the restaurants too and makes it more of a family not a job and um those things make a difference to people you know like as small that as culture it's, yeah like if 
someone like you, I, I you hear people say, man, I really, I've never been in an LSU football game. People that are working a mile from the game and you go and get them tickets. It's just, that changes, they just totally have changed their idea of smalls. You know, it's, it's a people business that we try and care for our people. And, um, it, it's, it's fun. Cause that's what we're trying to grow. Yeah. That's what we're trying to grow. So what made you kind of go down the franchising route instead of opening multiple locations yourself? Yeah. Um, like, was it just a conversation or was it kind of, you didn't want or think that you could handle, yeah. you know, the 20, 30 locations at one point under your belt? Yeah. No. Um, I'm actually reading a book. You ever read Speed of Trust? I have not. It's, it's a good, I, I might be getting the quote wrong, but it, it was basically saying something like, it's not small versus big anymore. It's slow versus fast. Like speed to market is something. Right. And, um, we're going to do it with people that are, like I said, aligned in our core values. But in the franchise model, I mean, this is their business, you know, that we are, we are supporting and a huge part of, but they're hopefully going to care for it just like we did, you know, and, uh, Corporate, you have more control for sure uh, from a corporate standpoint. But the franchising model is just a way to grow and grow the right way to where we can focus on those things that we do really, really well and make sure that our franchisees are doing those same exact things. And that's why we kept the brand so simple to where it's you, you can mess it up, but it's really hard to. <laughs> like you, just, you have to just if, not if be you, If you play within the, 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 the court, right. everything should go according that's right. to plan. And, what we've seen is you can have a really success doing some serious volumes, serving this one product in a small footprint. That's an easy operation. Just keep it simple and just focus on those small things. And it's this is literally could be life-changing businesses for people. And that's that's the fun part. And that's more of a people thing than anything. That you have the you have your your people working in the store, but also the franchisees that are coming in that are buying into the vision and the brand. And uh, so it's exciting. You know, it's it's hard at times because people are gonna challenge you. To on different different areas, like what if we did this? And I'm like, well, we've tried that. Or no, we, that's just not what we're gonna do. And yeah, that's, that's, that's not what we're about. That's right. But you need that, and I, in my opinion, to grow because people are always gonna see things differently than I might have seen them from an operation standpoint or the look of the seat. People might have a different idea of the look or how we take orders or how we prep food and things like that. So it's always good to get different perspectives, and that's that's franchising to a T, you know. And we're still gonna do corporate stores. But um, franchising is just a growth model that we have to really hit these new markets and, and do it with, with people on the ground floor. Like we expect our franchisees to have their either them or their operating partners in those stores every single day, not losing touch of what's going on in there because that's, that's the heartbeat of the business. You know, you got to make sure they're saying thanks for sliding through every single time you know? and doing those little things that make a difference in what we've seen be successful over here. So um, yeah, franchising—it's not easy, but it's—it's a—it's an exciting path to go down because you just meet so many different people, and it's just a different growth rate. So um, it's just a different way to grow. It's a different business model. Yeah. Um, but it's—it's it's one that you know walk-ons does really, really well. Um, mm -hmm. And we just we're we're trying to capitalize on that as well. Well, and it also allows you to grow beyond your financial means, right? That's right. Because you know, if you go, <clears throat> for example, if you go, yeah. if you go to like Currency Bank mm -hmm. or the sponsor of the show and say, yeah. "Hey, yeah. you know, Scott, I want to sit down with you and I want to open a hundred restaurants this year," he's going, "All right, Jacob, <laughs> yeah. you got two uh, locations. No. You got two yeah. locations doing great, buddy. <laughs> like, just get for, to three. For, yeah, yeah, get get to three, and then we'll talk about four and five. Absolutely. You know, let's no, let's slowly build. But if you're able to sit down and say, "Look, I've got these people that want to invest mm -hmm. and start having that upfront capital that I, as a single operator, may not have. Absolutely. Now you can start getting into different markets, and those people 
are to be expected to kind of be like the mayors of their own towns, mm-hmm. right? With how involved y'all are supposed to be within the community. Absolutely. Now you instantly have a personal connection to someone in that community mm-hmm. that people are going to say, oh, Joe Smith owns it, or oh, Sally Q owns it. Exactly. I'm going to go to their new concept. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to see him there, right? right? Because of your guidelines, you got to be in the store. Absolutely. They're going to see him, and then it's going to mm-hmm. get that smalls feeling mm-hmm. everywhere across the country Absolutely. with people that they know and trust. And, and just keeping the consistency and the quality and the people side of things. So that's... They have to be bought in. Like we're we're not saying yes to everybody. <laughs> you know, we're gonna grow the right way because it's you have to understand the vision and the mission and what we're trying to do because it's so much more than that. You know, it's so much more than just the sliders. It's it's making a big difference in the people that are inside those restaurants that come to the drive throughs and um that's what the successful brands do right, in my opinion. Um, People so. remember a bad meal a lot more than they remember oh, yeah. a good one. Yeah, yeah. But they they'll always go back to a good one. That's right. They'll never go back to a bad one. They can have nine good experiences, and then the tenth one, <clears throat> that'll, that'll drive them away forever. So it's you have to be on top of your game all the same, all the time. And that's it's it's been hard to do because it's, it's hard to be consistent. It, it, you would think it's so easy just doing the same thing, but... I've seen anything and everything. We have people ask us, uh, do you have peanut butter and jelly sliders? It's like crazy stuff. Wait. They're crazy. Peanut stuff. butter and jelly? Everything. Anything you could possibly imagine. Or My friend came last week and got a chicken slider. I want a chicken slider. I'm sorry. We have never served a chicken slider ever. Or just different things. Um, just... I did, expect did, you, the did you look at look at the menu? Yeah. Do you see chicken anywhere <laughs> on that? We don't have any off menu specials. No, like it's no. what you see is what you get. Uh, we do have an underground menu though that Ooh. a lot of people don't know about, but are slowly figuring out. It's can not we, can we can we can we talk absolutely. about the What's the absolutely. underground menu? So we actually thought about putting it on the menu, but uh, we do a grilled cheese. Uh, a grilled so cheese. We, yeah, we butter we butter the buns uh, on the inside, and we take the cuts of the buns and face them out. Then we sear it on the flat top, so it's a grilled cheese slider, and they're phenomenal. They're so good. It's just a butter. We butter every bun that we serve. So we roll it in real, real butter and toast it on a flat top. Every single bun, three thousand a day. We're That's rolling in butter and toasting. And, and a lot of toasted buns. That's a lot. <laughs> a lot of toasted buns. And uh, so the grilled cheese is something that is it's really really good. We put two slices of cheese. It's just it's again really simple, but it's it's just it's smashed grilled cheese. And then we have a Smalls Way fry. So our Smalls and uh, Queso, which is a big seller of ours, we uh, put those over the fries together. And uh, A Smalls is, what? Smalls Way. You just ask for your fries, Smalls Way. Okay. And they'll put sauce and queso on there. It's, it's fire. It's really, really good. Man. Really man. good. Um, a lot of people, this isn't as popular, but we'll do it. Uh, any kind of Coke float. So we serve shakes. Any kind right. of soda float. We serve vanilla shakes, chocolate shakes, and cookies and cream shakes. But we'll do a root beer float, Coke float, Dr. Pepper float. People have gotten Powerade floats. It's really good. It tastes Wait, like cotton candy. Hold up. Yeah, yeah. So we'll put hold a little, up. We'll hold put a little up. bit of ice cream in your soda. <laughs> no, I'm like, I'm, I'm cool. The, the yeah, Coke yeah. floats, the root beer floats. You got, you got me on all that. Absolutely. But Powerade, Powerade floats. It's, it tastes like cotton candy. We have Blue Powerade, Blue Mountain Powerade. It's really good. Really, really good. It's just my mind is like <laughs> um, being blown right here. Powerade yeah. floats. Yeah. The uh, the Biggie Smalls, which is actually okay. on the menu, that was an underground menu, but was so popular we put it on the menu. The double meat, double cheese. Double meat, double cheese. Mm-hmm. Okay. So mm-hmm. fries, Smalls way. Yep. And the, the grilled cheese. The grilled cheese and the and floats. The floats. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to try one of those That's next time right. I go. Well, I mean, you, you, the grilled cheese is perfect for, like, parents with little oh, kids, yeah. you know? It's so easy. If they're struggling to eat, mm-hmm. the, eat the beef or maybe they want a, a, yeah. a non-meat option. That's it. <clears throat> I'll just have a, a small... So what is it called? 
Does it have a fancy name or is it yeah, grilled cheese? cheese? Yeah. Can I have a grilled cheese? See, well, can I have a grilled cheese? We'd probably need to come up with a cool name, but we're early. We're early. We'll probably come up with something. But uh, cheese smalls. Or we something? you people we we really try and cater to what the guest wants. Although we we want to keep it streamlined. You but draw we, the line somewhere. That's right. We we will do no buns. You know, people just cook just the patties, which is totally fine with cheese, sauce, pickles on it. No buns. Um, that's not as common. People really our our bun is actually a. A, a proprietary bun for us, baked in Lafayette. I was about, um, I was about to say the bun is a make really make good. or break from a burger and a slider standpoint. That's the right. bun is a make or it's break, and at least in my opinion, absolutely. Like they they had a, a they've got a burger joint here in Baton Rouge that I'm not gonna name <laughs> that was my favorite burger. Like yeah. by all means, was the best, and then they changed their buns. Oh really? And when they changed their buns, it changes the burger. It changes the whole burger, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden the the chefs, or they must have, they must have changed something internally. Because yeah. then the chefs were cooking the burgers right, and nothing was going. Into, like it just, oh, it didn't fit. Yeah. And so that bread is it's huge. critical. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's 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 why we 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 actually started with uh, kind of tell you a little quality story. We started with a toaster where we would just butter them and drop the buns in there, and they would toast. And it was smashing the buns. We weren't getting a good toast, and then. We we really we knew that toasting it on the flat top was going to be the best way to get a nice crisp on the bottom, a soft pillow in the in the middle, and then your your outer top layer. So we said, look, this is going to be a commitment that we have to do, but let's let's butter and toast every single bun on a flat top. So the top and the bottom, three thousand slot, three thousand buns a day that you're trying that's to a just lot. roll every single day. So, but it's the quality. I think that's what makes a difference. To where when you bite it in the slider, it's the top part, then it's crisp, uh, a crisp bread in the middle, then the Meat, cheese, pickle—it's just all kind of the combination of the bites. Perfect. So, um, we just make a commitment to quality. We never sacrifice quality for speed. So, whenever you did wait that long time when it was busy, they're never gonna just hold patties or try and cook a bunch or serve something that's not well, quality. And, and it was fresh. As soon as right. we, it was fresh, like when mm-hmm. we got it, it was you sit down, you grab it, and it's like, oh, this is worth the wait. <laughs> you know, it, it, was, yeah. it was never we yeah. walked away. It's like, oh, this is terrible. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. you walk, you got, you like, yeah, Absolutely. you know, it's exciting. And, and that's where it. we we teach our our. Um, guest facing squad members just to say look if it's taking a little while we want we want hot fries so you open the window hey it's going to be about three minutes on hot fries coming out for you just communicate that it's going to take a little longer but we're giving you fresh product people mm-hmm. will wait for that you know and it, it, so long as it's communicated to that's them. right like, you, you just don't just, want them guessing like what is taking so long you know so you got to communicate that's just something big that uh in our business is not common you know and that's what we try and preach just over communicate what's going on like i'm gonna hand you your drinks first and repeat their orders we're taking names outside in the drive-thru so those little things that we do you might not notice them but they make a big difference in the experience oh yeah like mm-hmm. names color of the car that's right make model that's you know right. it's mm-hmm. it's all about that customer experience at the mm-hmm. end of the day and making sure your team communicates the vision the mission absolutely of everything in the brand we were talking about that the other day about uh like if a car has a big order do we pull them forward? You know, because we'll get we get some ginormous orders. People getting a lot of <laughs> sliders, which is great. But do we pull them forward? And it's like, well, what does that communicate to the guest that's behind them and the guest that's in the car? If we pull them forward, like, what did the guy behind me get? Like, what that was so different? Are you cooking his burger before mine? Because that's all we got. You know, so those we have to think about those. You, things. You've got limited space. If you Absolutely. yeah, exactly. If you pull that person in front. It's not like they're getting a different menu item that that's takes right. less, unless they're only there for like a Coke float or <laughs> that's something. That's right. That's right. You that's know, but right. yeah, I think, it, yeah, pulling them forward is, well, wait, what? They're, it's the same thing. Why am <laughs> I going, why am I going forward? There's nothing that I've, you can't. I've already paid at the back of the line. Like, I get mm-hmm. it if they have, if like, if you pay at the main window. I right. get that. Right, right, Oh, right. we're pulling them forward so they can pay them and then they can bring the food out as it nope. comes. Nope. But if you're already paying at the tablet, mm-hmm. 
why am I going forward? That's right. That's right. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, it's all those little things that add up to just a great experience, you know. And we're learning every day. We're getting so much better. We're so much better right now than we were yesterday and the day before. We're we're constantly learning and constantly trying to figure out what's the best possible way to do this because it is simple. But we that's what we're trying to do to really grow it the right way. Yeah, I mean, and you're with learning every single day. I'm sure you kind of learn some lessons along the mm-hmm. way and say kind of as we start to wrap up the show yep. what are three lessons you've learned in your journey thus far yeah um so a lot of kind of what i said earlier expect the first expect the unexpected like that's something to me it's never going to go as planned whether good or bad you, you might have more sales than you thought and then you got to figure out a storage issue you know or i was there when it was really slow or the opening weekend when <laughs> cops tase people because there's 400 people and there's fight. They're sort of oh, it was <laughs> nuts. It was nuts. It was after the game and there's just people everywhere. But expect the unexpected. Like you never, you never. It's never going to go the way you thought it would. You know, um, three things. Um, the second thing that one thing that I that I try and live by that we that we do in within Smalls is um, people. I think it was Theodore. I don't know who said it, but people don't care what you know until they know how much you care. So like you have to really show that you're passionate about it. And that's what we all do. Like we, we try and learn. Everyone who works at Smalls has worked in those restaurants. Similar to what Keynes does. We, we make our corporate staff go in and work, work shifts and understand yeah. what Fry we cook, do. Fry cook, cashier, yeah. uh, VP. We don't have that label. That, that's, that's Keynes. <laughs> but, but we try, we bring them in the restaurants and experience the restaurant life, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, really understand what they're working you know our our chief marketing officer went and worked a lunch shift last week and and just went and talked to people it was just that is that's so huge to me you have to know the process that's right and um that's understanding the vision of of what we're trying to do and just the good people we have and that's really caring yeah they, they care um and then the third thing just taking the risk like you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take like i was 30 years old and I, I would have been more upset with myself if I didn't do it. Um, I'm just, I'd rather fail at something that I like instead of not trying at all. So absolutely. Even learning when, you know, that a brand, lesson, a newborn. That's right. Like it was, it was risky leaving a steady job to literally go and flipping hamburgers. That is a huge risk, but it was something that I knew if I, I might not be the smartest person in the room. I don't want to be the smartest person in the room, but I, no one can outwork me. Like I, I'm going to try and work the absolute hardest and be that, be that gold standard and show people that, look, I care. Why don't you come with me along this journey? And I think that's what's happened. Um, so, yeah, just never – don't be scared of taking that risk, you know, because it's still – there's still – the jury's still out on smalls. Like, we're, we're still so young, but I, I find if we just stick to who we are and try and keep and doing do it the right way, I, I don't even think failure is an option for us. You know, that's yeah. – it's just – You want to work so hard, you, you won't let it fail. That's right. Know? That's right. So – And that's – also goes to the point of there's never a perfect time. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, imagine if your wife been like, "Look, we got a kid. Yeah, oh yeah. Why don't we wait a couple years?" Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And there, there's never a perfect time. You just have to go for it. Yeah. You got to take the risk if you want to do it. Today is the best day to do it. Absolutely. Yeah. No, they're like having that support staff too was huge for me because if there was people that were like, "Really? That's what you're going to do?" You know. But uh, sliders, fa- yeah, Jake, sliders. Come on, good dude, luck, man. Dude, <laughs> dude, really? <laughs> but my. Uh, like my parents, I, I think they were basically our commissary kitchen uh, for the first six months when we had the food truck. I had everything there. 
like my sister was all about it. My wife, like I said, never hesitated. And, uh, but she understood what, what it was going to do to just, it was going to change how our family operated, you know, but all in just that's smalls in, that's what we are. We're smalls, smalls in. in. Um, but yeah, that's, we, that's just the mentality we've had. And we know it's all about the journey and we have fun. And that's just, that's, that's the, the lessons learned, you know, just don't be afraid to take the risk, always care and, just expect the unexpected. COVID hit six months into us opening a restaurant. <laughs> you know, like granite drive-through was an option that could Dr- stay open. Drive-through, and you were but no a, one knew us. Right. You know, like our entire we were we were slow for the first. I would drive home and I would go and see Canes literally past the Dixie. I'm like, gosh, we're a block away. No one knew about us. You know, at the time, so that's when we had to go do grassroots marketing, and then our drive-through was the same way. You know, yeah. and um, just being consistent. So love that man. Yeah. So what is something you did as a kid you wish you could still do today? Ooh. Um, so this is actually a, 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 I was a huge, like I said, a huge sports fan. I was a huge um Baton Rouge Kingfish fan, hockey fan. Okay. I, I, say, I don't even I don't even know what that is. You, you don't know about the Baton Rouge Kingfish? I know we I know we have a it was hockey like a minor team. league team. Yeah, yeah. I know we have a minor uh, league team, but I never I don't really follow so hockey. So they I was probably seven or eight years old. And I mean, huge in a, I played every sport I could. Um, and hockey, I, I got into it. And I started playing hockey. And I played hockey all the way up until high school. To where at the point where I almost moved to the north to play hockey in high school. Like I, well, I was kind of people that enjoy <laughs> sliders are glad you did it. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so I absolutely had a, I, I went to um, Nashville last week to go to a Predators. Dallas Stars were like my team growing up outside of the Baton Rouge Kingfish. Um, but uh, so the stars were playing the Preds in Nashville, and we went to the game, and it was just a huge hockey fan. So I wish I could still play hockey. That was something that uh, I, love I loved that, hockey. Hockey was just, but I ended up, I was a uh, place kicker on the football team, was my sport through wow. high school and a little bit of college. So you got to find your space somewhere. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Kicking was perfect. So what do, do you, one thing and do it really, really well. <laughs> There's the model. That's right. That's find, right. find it, figure it out, perfect it. That's right. That's so exactly what right. do you love about Baton Rouge? Man, Baton Rouge is just, um, to me, It's I was born here, raised here, um, moved away for a little while after college and came back. But to me, just the Baton Rouge culture is so strong. Like, with the colleges in this town, there's a lot of people that come to Baton Rouge for a short period of time and then leave. And everyone has their Baton Rouge stories. You know, like, everyone wants to go to Coffee Call or go experience the Baton Rouge local spots. And then just being somewhat pretty much an epicenter of college sports, you know, um, with, with LSU football, baseball, women's basketball, softball, gymnast, everything that's going on in Baton Rouge is just exciting. I, I, I'm just a huge fan of it. Um, it's, it's just a, whenever you go somewhere and people say, Oh, where are you from? And you say Baton Rouge, it's, you have a hour long conversation about it. You know, um, might be different if I was from Iowa. I, I don't know. Like it's just, <laughs> there's something about this place that yeah. it's just different. You know, it's the Louisiana, um, especially being in the culinary world, when you can talk, Louisiana is known for its food. You know, we we that, love to that eat. We are so um, that strikes a chord with people, and I think almost gives us a little bit more power behind a Louisiana-owned restaurant. You know, is coming out of Baton Rouge, capital city. So uh, I love Baton Rouge. Grown grown up here, um, I love it. I love it. Just the local flavor, the culture, everything that goes goes on here is, is awesome to me. Heck yeah, man! And you're building what hopefully will be. 
a local staple. That's right. You know, that's right. When you're in Baton Rouge, you got to stop at Smalls. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it's, we it's, get it's people... a quick drive off the interstate mm-hmm. for coming from the bridge. That's just right. hit them down there at that Nicholson location. Oh, and you have no idea how many people we would see. Like we just, we drove from Lafayette today to come eat Smalls. Or you know, this is our normal. We come from Gonzales to eat here. Can't wait for the Prairieville location to come up. So, um, yeah, it's it's fun to be to be part of a of a city that's that has so much so much history and culture to it. I, I love it. Love yeah. It. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah, man. So for the final question, what can I do to help? Man, be smalls in, I guess. Uh, we're, you know, we're smalls this small Saturday, man. <laughs> live the brand. Um, we we want to create kind of that when you were talking about swag, we just want to create that lifestyle brand that people can attach to and uh, where people can get queso craver socks and snapback hats and different jack, like just being a part of the brand. Um, just promote the goodness of Smalls, you know? Uh, I love that. I, I, we, we might not be perfect every single time, but that's what we're trying to do. No one's perfect, but um, we're trying to be perfect for, for guests and trying to do this the right way. And um, yeah. so it's exciting to be. So long as you work at it every single day to get perfect. That's right. Look, like if, you, if, you need some, if you need some body billboards for swag, <laughs> I volunteer. We might tribute. have to drop some off. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Jacob, for coming no, on, man. It. I really appreciate you taking the time. I know it's getting busier than ever for mm-hmm. y'all, so it's exciting. I'm glad to have you on the show. Yeah. I appreciate your time, yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. Look for us. We'll be in uh, hopefully towns near you in Louisiana very soon, maybe Mississippi, Texas. So we're, we're, we're growing, and uh, this is fun for me. I, I, I've never done a, a podcast stream anything so this is fun <laughs> I, I i appreciate the offer um had a blast absolutely i'm glad we're able to get here on this mardi gras mm-hmm. tuesday this fat tuesday yep. and absolutely share the story so and for everybody listening you can go check them out they've got two locations active right now opening lots and lots more so if you're on the nope. blue bonnet and perkins they've got a location there in the shopping center with rouses and buffalo wild wings and then also on nicholson right across from tigerland um right there in the heart of lsu so thank Jacob so very much for coming on the show. Thank mm-hmm. you all so much for listening or watching whatever platform it is that you're consuming this on. I really appreciate it, and I know the guests do. Y'all make this possible by sharing the show, liking the pages, following us, telling people about us and who we're bringing on is all very exciting. And also wonderful thanks to our amazing sponsors for making this happen. Falaya Focus Studios, that's where we record all the shows. That's where we're coming to you live from. Jacob behind the boards. The other Jacob, not Jacob Dugas, <laughs> does a really great job of production and producing the show. Big thanks to Government Taco. They're right there on the corner of Government Street and Jefferson. If you're in the mood for a little bit of some Mexican cuisine, they've got a new taco of the month out there and a new cocktail of the month to go with them. Make sure you go and check them out. And also to Currency Bank. They're a local Baton Rouge-based bank. They've got some local investors bringing the business forward they're the business bank. If you got a small business or even a large business and you're looking for someone that cares, Jacob tonight from Smalls talked all about company culture. Currency Bank is there bringing that personal touch, that personal flair to, to your banking experience. And also Mercedes-Benz of Baton Rouge. We had Nick Pentis last week talking about company culture and talking about his employees and the products that they serve. If you're in the market to either look for a new job or you're looking for a place to get around town, be sure and go check out Mercedes-Benz of Baton Rouge. And finally, to Horizon Financial Group. We're going to hear a little bit of a message from them after the show. And I'm Patty G, host of the Patty G Show, here with Jacob Dugas of Small Sliders. Thank you all so much for Mm -hmm. sitting and watching. And, Jacob, thank you for sliding through, man. Thanks for sliding through. We appreciate it. Hope to see you all soon. Yep, and we'll see you all on the next one.
At Horizon Financial Group, we enjoy helping others achieve greater confidence, clarity, and direction in their lives. We realize everyone's path to financial success is unique. Sometimes you just need a friendly guide along the way. Whether it's customized financial planning, individual wealth management, or servicing your company's retirement plan, we've got the team with the experience to help you reach your goals. Horizon Financial Group, helping you provide, protect, and prosper for those counting on you. Visit us at horizonfg.com. Satera Advisors, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. Satera is a separate entity.